0: This is
1: Cliff Compton, and you're listening to live from the Armory. No, hold on, it's getting late. Take two. This is Cliff Compton, and you can listen. You're listening to live from the what is it? Armory, like an actual armory. Armory.
2: Yeah, like an armory, like a building.
1: Oh, I thought I said something else. All right, ready? Mm -hmm. Take six. Yes. This is Cliff Compton, and you're listening to live from the Armory. Armory. Now I can't stop laughing.
3: Uh,
2: <laughs>
1: Wouldn't why, don't, why don't we do a different? Why don't we do a different one? Uh, we'll, we'll be original. How about,
2: how about this one? How about we'll make it easy? This is Cliff Compton. Listen to the damn show.
1: All right. This is Cliff Compton. Listen to the damn show. It's one of the best wrestling shows out there.
0: Welcome to Live from the Armory Wrestling Show, the premier podcast of indie wrestling.
2: We're of to just change the name of the show to The Campbell Conley Show.
0: Our studio line is area code 213 816 1605 with your host, Bunkhouse Bob.
2: I don't sign autographs, I'm not, and I, and I very, very rarely take pictures with people, but if people insist oh. and in they're nice, then, then I'll do that. so
4: and the lovely Laura. I am a true and total lady. I would never headbutt anybody.
2: Welcome to Live from the Armory Wrestling Radio Show. I am your co host, Bunkhouse Bob. If this is your first time tuning in to listen to our show, we thank you very much for your support. You can catch our show on Blog Talk Radio every Wednesday night, 7 o'clock Eastern Time. Our studio number is 213 816 1605. Folks, our guests tonight are two great guys in independent wrestling. The first one, Drake Tungsten. We're going to have come on here in about 20 minutes or so. Second guy really needs no introduction at all. If you're a fan of championship wrestling from Hollywood or if you've watched TNA, pretty Peter Avalon will be up in the 8 o'clock hour. It's all in a day's work, folks. But wrestling isn't supposed to be work, is it? I mean, it's supposed to be fun. Like, uh, in the immortal words of uh, Sergeant Hulka, lighten up, Francis. Folks, we thank you very much for tuning in tonight. Our Twitter address is at FromTheArmory. If you go to our Twitter address, you can get the links to where our website is at, and there you can find the archives of over 40 episodes with great guests, wrestling interviews, and a bunch of nonsense that we do here every week. So please check that out. For our fans that are overseas, our stream can be heard at www dot com. we certainly appreciate all the support that ryan and all the good people at fnx network have, have shown us over the past few months we certainly appreciate their support and without any further ado she is the aretha franklin of the show r-e-s-p-e-c-t oh what does it mean to me laura
4: what's up bob
2: what are you doing, Boogaloo? <laughs>
4: boogaloo? <laughs> yeah. I'm the electric Boogaloo, right?
2: Breaking two, electric Boogaloo.
4: That's... <laughs> and now we're really so merry. Nice. <laughs> no
2: doubt. That's the last time I went to the movie theater. I saw that movie.
4: <laughs> oh, my God, Bob, you got to get out more often.
2: I do, I do. I'm stuck here in the armory. What can I say? <laughs>
4: Yeah, folks, because that's that's what Bob and I do, you know, we're here slaving away, you know, giving you guys this great show, so, and I wanted to mention real quick, I was remiss last week in not mentioning this, but at Shakara, I met a lot of great people, one of which was Trash, hey Trash, I got to meet Trash and got my picture taken with him, and I'm sorry I didn't mention that last week, but last week was kind of a whirlwind, so, Hey, trash! I know you're listening because you were wanting to call in and talk about what? Well, what did he wanted to call in and talk about? Uh,
2: probably probably the correlation between Cheetos and the spinning toe hold.
4: <laughs>
2: I have no idea. I have no idea what it, it it'll be. Something really random. If he if he calls into the show tonight, I I don't. True. Know. Yeah, it could be um, anything.
4: But- But I'm sorry I did not mention that last week, Trash. And it was great to meet you and your children. And uh, looking forward to seeing you. I think you're coming to WrestleCade is what you told me. So looking forward. And you'll get to meet him at WrestleCade, Bob. So
2: (laughs) Should be fun. Should be fun. Should be have a good time. Laura, do you want to uh, tell everybody our Facebook information so that they can find us on Facebook?
4: All you people out there on Facebook, um, look us up at uh, facebook.com backslash live.armory.9.
2: And we'd uh, like to tell everybody, for those of you that missed our announcements this week, both on Twitter and on Facebook, both Laura's, the the show page, Laura's page, my page, the Bunkhouse Bob page, all those pages, for those of you that may have missed those announcements, your dreams have finally come to fruition, at least part of them have anyway. Uh, You can now be the proud owner of a Live from the Armory t-shirt and you can go find that t-shirt and you can buy it at www.sslclothing.com we would like to thank Patrick Price and all the good people at Strong Style Life Clothing for their support we would ask that you would check out the shirt if you like it please buy one they are 19.99 pretty affordable as we put out on social media Laura and I are not trying to to have a ponzi scheme or a get rich quick Uh-oh. scheme The money that uh, goes from the sale of those shirts goes back into the show budget. As everyone knows, we have no paid advertisements, no paid sponsors, no paid endorsements. We do all this, put out this show. It's 100% free to everybody, whether it's on Blog Talk Radio, on iTunes, or on FNXnetwork.com. The shows are 100% free. All the show budget comes out of Laura and I's pocket, so... If you'd like to support the show by buying a shirt, please do so. And for those that have purchased a shirt already, we thank you very much for your support.
4: We have sold three. We just sold one today. Yes.
2: Yes, I can get some new shoelaces. <laughs> I know that you saw this, you know, and, and I know that you had mentioned it in your show notes, and I, I I mentioned it in my show notes, so I figured we'd both just hammer it out together. ROH Tag Team Champs, Red Dragon, Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly, won the New Japan Super Junior Tag Team Tournament, defeating the I Young did. Bucks. And I put down, arguably, that they are the best tag team in wrestling today, in my opinion. If you are not familiar with Red Dragon, you have probably been living underneath of a rock rock or I don't know what you've been watching, but consistent, top-tier tag matches, night in, night out. And this particular win just puts them on a much larger stage worldwide in Japan. There's no secret they're already stars in Japan, but it just it's that extra feather in the cap, if you will. When you say, Laura, I mean... You know, Super Junior, oh, well, pretty big deal.
4: Yeah. Uh, and when I say this, it's, this is because it's what they call uh, non-Japanese wrestlers in Japan. They call them gaijin, which is normally a derogatory term. Right. Uh, but I think, you know, um, gaijin do not win that tournament very often. I
2: um, I don't, I don't I believe so either.
4: Uh, so that's a pretty big deal for them. Um, and yeah. like you said, if you've not seen those two in action, you need to look them up.
2: hmm Like I they said, they are cons- absolutely
4: phenomenal.
2: Yeah, I I agree. Consistently good matches, uh, night in night out for Ring of Honor. Doesn't matter if it's a pay per view, television taping, live event. Uh, if you see them on the bill, you know you're in for a treat. So, you know, hats off to uh, Red Dragon for winning the uh, New Japan Super Junior Tag Team Tournament.
4: Most certainly. And um, I wanted to talk um, about respect. Um, And the reason why I wanted to talk about respect, um, Mm
3: -hmm.
4: you know, you usually have the, um, you know, soapbox get up on and talk, but after what I heard this weekend went on, and also I've heard it from other shows, and it's just kind of reached a boiling point with me, Mm
0: -hmm. I hear
4: a lot of people talk about respect for this business, Mm -hmm. and mind you, I have no illusions that I am in professional wrestling, I'm not, I'm just a fangirl who has a podcast and has been... Very fortunate enough for wrestlers and promoters to let me into their world, and I greatly appreciate it. But now I'm talking as a human being. I'm talking about respect. I'm talking about respect for photographers. I'm talking about respect for people who run a gimmick table, people who set up a ring, just people in general. You know, Mm -hmm. I... From what I heard, a couple of things that happened at a couple of shows this past weekend, and I'm not going to name names, and I'm not going to name promotions, and some things I've seen in the past. Um, nobody is beneath anybody, you know. It's all teamwork. If if one person doesn't do what they're supposed to do, the whole product suffers. So my my thing is is that we've all we've all we've all got to respect one another. Mm-hmm. I mean, as a human being, you've got to respect people. And I know respect is earned. I get that. But there's no right. sense in making fun of someone or acting as though you're better than someone. There's no sense in that. Especially when, you know, maybe at another time and place that you didn't, and now all of a sudden you are. And that's all I'm mm-hmm. going to say. And I I just heard some things this past weekend that bothered me greatly. And I just want to throw that out there. You know, we're all on this planet together, people, and why in this world we can't get along? I know it's an age-old question, but why do you have to make it even worse than what it is by not acting respectful to others who show you respect? So that's all I'm going to say about that.
2: Well, you know, you made some valid points, and we've talked about this before. There's an old saying, you never know what someone has went through five minutes before they walk through the door. You know, and there's Play. there's a thing about you know, you know we've talked about this about being able to not to being able to what's the what's the word I'm looking for being able to not agree. You know, we can agree to disagree. That's the term That's I'm looking uh-huh. for. Yeah, you know? and uh, you know, wrestling fans are very passionate, opinionated people, and a lot of times what ends up happening is is that when uh, forming those opinions and, and and vocalizing those opinions, then things get somewhere a line gets crossed and things become personal, you know. And you know, you and know, I have said this before on on the show. Anything that I've ever said, as far as negative criticism is concerned, has always been professional. It has never been personal, right. and it would never be personal. You know, that's that's just the way that it is. So, you yeah,
4: know, and that's not what we do, and. And here's something else out the a little gem, that, you know, don't burn bridges.
2: That's right. I know we've
4: talked about that before. You know, you, I know Josh Wheeler thinks you can get a boat and come on back. <laughs> why, why Why go to the trouble to get a boat when you've got you've still got that bridge, you know? That's, don't burn that's, bridges.
2: That's right. That smell is not the bridge burning. That's your ass on fire trying to run back across it.
4: That's how that works. Exactly. It, it, tell exactly. Me about it. So don't
2: Yeah. I, I know what you're don't saying. Don't
4: do that. I know what and, you're saying. Um George Coles just messaged me and said, But Laura, I'm straight edge, so that makes me better than all of you. Thanks, George. Um, so tell, uh, that to,
2: <laughs> tell that hippie to get a haircut, George Coles. <laughs> Haven't heard from him in weeks. Now all of a sudden he wants to pipe in. Where's he been? Silly boy. <laughs> Tell well, me, uh, I w- tell me about this grindhouse <laughs> show, girl. Tell me about this. You
4: know, I didn't, I didn't get to go, unfortunately, uh, but uh, I've heard uh, some really good things about it. Uh, our good friend Dean Richards came up on the, uh, uh, you know, short end of the stick, and it earned the nick- new nickname of Silver Surfer from the crowd. <laughs>
2: um, you, the Ronnie you, Nicole you- Mr. That's where I'm going at. So, you know the match that I went, yeah. in, and I actually got to see this match. Go, But go I'm on. Not I can't help it.
4: Myself.
2: I, Oh, you haven't. Actually, oh. I'm, I'm not seeing
4: it. So you need to tell me what happened because uh, I'm rooting for my girl, Ronnie Nicole.
2: You know what, folks? Every now and then you come across the gem. Every now and then you come across <laughs> the gem. And that was a gem of a match. And it's floating around on YouTube. It's floating around on, I believe it's on Ronnie's page, Ronnie Nicole's. Facebook page. It's floating around on Eric Thompson's Facebook page, and we've talked a lot over the course of the past several weeks about intergender matches and what can happen if they're tastefully done. When an intergender match is tastefully done, it is highly entertaining, and that, folks, was a highly entertaining match. My hat's off to Ryan Nicole and to Eric Thompson for keeping me entertained. I thought it was well done. It wasn't over the line. It was it was a good wrestling match. I know that uh, some folks, you know, are love the grindhouse shows. Some of them they love to leave them. You know, whatever. It doesn't matter to me. Uh, you know, we just provide the information. That particular match, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. And uh, poor Eric came out uh, the short end of the stick. Literally. Uh, I you, you just have really to. Good. You have to watch the. You have to watch the match to get the. Get where this is going, folks. But. Yeah, good match. Hats off to both Ryan Nicole and Eric Thompson, former show guests. It it was a very good match. So check it out on YouTube. Just you can find it. It's not hard to find.
4: And I also wanted to talk really quickly about how much blood Terry Houston lost. I heard,
2: I heard he bled more than Bill Bill Alfonso did in that match against, uh, I believe it was Beulah McGillicuddy. I heard he was bad off.
4: Well, he sent me a couple pictures the morning after, and I had actually talked with uh, Mosey, who's been on our show as well. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, a lot, a lot of blood. A lot of blood was spilled, but he's Terry F. in Houston, so, you know. That's what you expect, but, you know, Terry, you know, I haven't spoken to you much this week, but I hope you're, you know, getting better and feeling better uh, after all that. Uh, I know there's another Grindhouse show in January. I don't remember what the date is, but we'll talk about it, and I'm sure that it'll be, you know, and I didn't get to see this, too. uh, Jake Manning took on Zane Riley, um, Mm -hmm. which I'm sure was a great match, because any time the two of them get in the ring against one another, it's always great. But, Mm -hmm. um you know, just some interesting stuff that Justin Fireball puts on, and and he always has, um, you know, girls dancing and rock bands playing. And I think it's something, I think it's a niche, like you said, you know, it's kind of like $5 wrestling in Chikara. You either like it or you love it. I mean, you either right. hate it or you love it, sorry. Um, right. There's no, like, in-between. And I, I enjoy all of them um, just because it's a good time. And it's the Grindhouse shows are for the less serious, wrestling fan, or if you can right. be put in that mindset that this is not a PWX show, this is not a Ring of Honor show, uh, right. and that's very important. But um, hats off to Justin Fireball. It seems like he um, has done it again, and I'm going to run down some indie events. Does that sound good to you, Bob?
2: That sounds fine. I'll be right
4: back. Wonderful. AAW presents A Monster's Rage. Friday, November 7th, with a seven fifteen. Friday, November 7th. 7.45 bell time at the Berwyn eagles club in Berwyn, illinois scheduled to appear chris Sabin, michael elgin davy richards eddie edwards rhino heidi lovelace and more for more information you can visit triple
0: wrestling
4: a a excuse me com. ring of honor presents survival of the fittest night one Friday, November 7th in Columbus, Ohio, 7.30 bell time at the Ohio Expo Center. Night 2, Saturday, November 8th in Toledo, Ohio, 7.30 bell time at the Seagate Convention Center. Scheduled to appear, Adam Cole, Tadarius Thomas, Adam Page, Jay Lethal, Matt Seidel, The Addiction, The Briscoes, of the Briscoes and all the stars of Ring of Honor over this two night event. You can find out more information at Wrestling com. CZW and WSU present Breaking Barriers And Night of Infamy, Saturday, November eighth at the in Voorhees, New Jersey, four p.m. bell time at the Flyers Skate Zone. Another double shot show for WSU and CZW. Scheduled to appear for WSU, LeFisto Tessa Blanchard, and I know that Bob had some concerns about that, but Tessa's a smart girl. She's got a good head on her shoulders. You're damn
2: right I'm concerned. I have strong concerns about her being in WSU, but I'll save that for another time.
4: Jules Malone, Sassy Steph, previous guests, and more. The only match listing CZW has as of... November second for Night of Infamy is a scramble match to name the number one contender for the Wired title. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not
2: sure what's going on. I checked the website. What you're going to give? I hate to step over top of you, but there were no match listings um, for Night of Infamy as of the second of November when I got that part together. If you, when you give them the website, people can go up there and check it out, see if there's anything there.
4: And and that website is www.czwrestling.com. And I also want to um, talk about uh, SWA. Um, We've had a strong SWA presence on our show um, with uh, people like Rob Kiljoy, uh, Wicked, uh, James Drake, and one of my favorite people, Joshua Cutshaw. So SWA is having a uh, a match, uh, a match, a card, a show, if you will, November eighth at the Forest City Armory in Spindell, North Carolina. Tickets are six bucks. Doors open at seven. Bell time is eight. Uh, Tracer X is going to take on previous show guest Ethan Case, Mm -hmm. uh, which is going to be a great match. Anytime you get Bubba in the ring, it's great. the SWA tag team titles are going to be on the line. It's going to be the Judgment Knights versus Southern Anarchy. And love that dude's mohawk. Don't know who he is, but that's a great mohawk. And um, <laughs> the main event is going to—you're uh, going to see Wicked and Rob Killjoy take on Chris Hamrick and James Drake. Um, great card sounds like. I wish I could uh, be in Spindale uh, this Saturday night, but I can't. Uh, you guys, if you're in that area, go check out SWA. Um, they've been putting on good stuff and uh, got some great, great people uh, wrestling for them. So, hey, check it out.
2: Yeah, one of probably one of the best-kept secrets in indie wrestling is SWA and both uh, James Drake and Rob Kiljoy, when James was on the show a couple weeks ago, made oh, no boy. bones about what they were going to try to do or not try what they were going to do to one another in that match. So uh, I, I expect a... Nothing more than an absolute bloodbath out of that out of that match. That should be should be an incredible, incredible time. Well folks, without any further ado, I want to bring on the show as as booked, as billed, as guaranteed. Uh I'd like to welcome our first guest to the show, Mr. Drake Tungsten. Drake, are you there? I am. How are you all doing this evening? Doing well, doing well. How are you tonight? I'm good. Thanks for having me on the show tonight. I really do appreciate it. Not a problem. Folks, our studio number is 213-816-1605. On the other end of the line, Drake, joining me as always is lovely Laura. Laura, you want to say hey to Drake?
3: Hey, Drake.
2: Hi, Laura. What's (laughs) happening? There that was. (laughs) Drake well, uh I
4: never know if someone was gonna say something else or you're gonna chime in so I'm like, Okay, well okay, I'll say it. We're gonna
2: we'll pause. See folks, we're trying to work on that, you because know, it always it never fails that when I say Drake you're a you want to say hey to whoever and they both talk at the same time. Always exactly. happens. And it didn't happen tonight. <laughs> something strange is in the air.
3: <laughs> at any rate.
2: Yeah, unless I digress. No Drake, thank thank you very much for taking the time to be with us tonight. No, no absolutely. Again, thanks for having me on the show tonight. Now, Drake, for, for the wrestling fan that, that may not have watched you wrestle, what three words would you use to describe yourself? Uh, old school personified.
3: <laughs> I don't believe.
1: <laughs> right. I, you know, I I grew up on Mid Atlantic wrestling, um, watching the Crockets, watching, you know, uh, Ric Flair, Dusty Rose, Magnum TA, Nikita Koloff, the Four Horsemen. Mm-hmm. um my all-time favorite tag team um growing up as a kid and even you know even growing up uh, in working myself into the into the wrestling business the Midnight Express um you know Thank I, you. I always believed Thank you. Yeah, absolutely i always believed in the art of storytelling and i, I think that you know i, I don't get me wrong I, I i watch what you know i watch what's on tv nowadays and while yes you know it even captivates me at times. Um, I still miss the art of storytelling, you know, just getting, mm-hmm. uh, just getting raw emotion, you know, uh, just just getting that involved and and taking the fan and and putting them from in front of their TV
0: there in the
1: arena with the matches themselves and and just wanting to see somebody get their teeth kicked in, you know that right. that's what I love. That's
2: what I grew up on, that's me. No, that and that that's cool and, and, and you're you're not gonna believe this, but this is this is no this is no bullshit. Laura has a copy of the of our of our show log. And this is exactly uh-huh. this leads right into my next question. This is exactly what it is. I watch okay. tape on you versus Lance Erickson, Justin Flash and some other guys. You have a very deliberate, old school style of wrestling. Not that there's anything wrong with it, but it has a 70s, 80s NWA feel to it. Am I lying, Laura?
4: No, it's here. It's here, I promise.
2: Swear to God, hand to God, that's exactly what I wrote down in my show notes. <laughs>
1: hey, Y'all, anybody out there listening, I promise you, Laura and Bob did not tell me anything that they were going to be talking about tonight. I swear to
2: God. Yep. Yep, and the God that's why I'm a wrestling genius. That that's why it is because I can watch no, tape and figure on. stuff out. What? <laughs> it's true, Laura. It's true. At any rate, what you know, you were talking about you know seeing some of that, seeing flashes of that in, in today's product, and we, we actually get less of it than what we get more of it. Uh, are you a fan of today's televised product versus you know what we saw in the '80s and maybe even in the early '90s? Is there something that really catches your eye at all anymore? Um,
1: if you ask me to compare the two, I would definitely have to say that what was on back in the '80s, um, I, I'm, I would pick that, you know, time and time again, versus what's on TV now. Um, again, not taken away from any of the anything away from any of the superstars that are on national TV uh, nowadays, but no, to me, I will always favor the the '80s style of wrestling. I just I just think that it's um you, you know nowadays for the you know for the most part in order to get in order to get a, a good crowd reaction you got to pretty much kill yourself um, you know it's a different time
3: Um yeah.
1: you know back back in the nineties Vince McMahon you know exposed the the wrestling business as being sports entertainment um, so you know the fans the fans you know, they don't have the belief in it like they used to. Um so now in order to kinda of get the reaction that you used to be able to get back in the eighties, you've got to kill yourself. And you've got to do these you know, these triple jump moon salts and um you know, <laughs> shoot even to a even to a degree you gotta take a weed whacker to to someone's back to get a reaction. Whereas mm-hmm. back in back in the eighties you could work an arm bar for twenty minutes. And yeah. you the same reaction because the because, you know, the Uh, The guys back in the day, they would they would make you believe that you were having your arm ripped out of socket.
0: Right. Um, So Mm -hmm. that's to to me,
1: that's that it's still real to me. Damn it, you know. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) right, right. I knew that was coming.
4: Sometimes I I, I watch.
1: You know, I'll go back and I watch tapes of. um, You know, I watch tapes of, um, the you know Jim Crockett Promotions and um, even right after um, Ted Turner, you know, took over and changed it over to WCW, back in those days, back when it was before it became exposed, it's still, you know, there's just the emotion is there. Um, yeah. And it's, uh, you know, you can't get away from that. You can't, You, you once you're hooked on that, you're, I think you're hooked for life. I would agree. Oh, I would yeah, agree.
4: Definitely. And, you know, we have talked about this with many wrestlers about the, you know, there doesn't seem to be any in-ring psychology anymore. There's there there's no storytelling. Like you said, you have to basically uh, fly 20 feet in the air to get any kind of pop from a crowd nowadays. So, yeah, I mean, just um, <laughs> so funny. Um, you know, you train with the boogeyman, Jimmy Valiant.
3: Mm-hmm. Yep.
4: At his camp in Shawsville, which I have been to, which is I highly recommend any wrestling fan to make the trip to Shawsville to see Boogie. What was that like to be trained by you know someone that you grew up watching? I mean, that had to be surreal. It was, um, yeah.
1: I, obviously, like you said, I grew up watching watching the Boogie Woogie Man on TV, and and I I can always remember the striped tights. Um, you know, his his feuds with Paul Jones, you know, lost his hair, lost his beard. You know, had the beard cut. Um, you know, I, I remember, you know, I, I remember those feuds. So, you know, just being being able to train at his school, um, shoot, just being able to train in general and get into the wrestling business was a dream come true. Um, I first met I first met Boogie. God, I want to say I was maybe ten. 11 years old Um, I think he had just recently moved to the area um, and he was setting up a little gimmick table at the local Walmart and um, (laughs) and I went in there and I was just like oh my god that's the Boogie Woogie man I I think my mom was there with me and of course if anybody knows Boogie and Boogie I love you very dearly Um, if anybody knows Boogie they know that Boogie Will will try to sell ice to an Eskimo, and be successful. Yes, he will.
3: Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. you know, <laughs>
1: boogie, boogie had boogie had pictures there for sale, um, and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, this is a this is a superstar that I, I watched, you know, back years ago, you know, just a few years ago. I I want I want a picture, so I went up to him and he he said, hey kid, you get your picture here, five dollars, and I said oh, I don't have five dollars. All I've got is two. And he gave me the line that I've heard so many times. I've heard it, you know. It shows. I've heard it when he's got a gimmick table set up elsewhere. A hey kid just for you, special for you, just today. Two dollar pictures. <laughs> sure enough, he he got that he got the two dollars from me, and um, he
4: sure did. I got a picture. <laughs> um,
3: so you know,
1: that was my first. That was my first taste of, of boogie. Um, fast forward from that you know it's a 1999 october of 1999 you know i was 20 years old at that point in time um yeah i had made my decision that i wanted to go ahead and start training to be a pro wrestler um so i, I made the venture up to shawlsville and um you know made my deposit there at the camp and started training and it was it was unreal you know it's um no, truth be told you know Bookie didn't get in the ring a whole lot. Um, in fact he got in the ring very little. Um, you know, at that point in time, he was at the you know, rapidly approaching the end of his of his entering career. He'd already been wrestling for close to forty years at this point in time. He didn't have to get in the ring. You know, he didn't have to to, to show us these things. But he had some of the best trainers that I've that I could have asked for. Um, and Mike Williams, um, Frank the Tank Parker, Frank um he he's made several appearances for the WWF um back in the day doing television tapings working with the Hardy boys working with the Road Warriors um uh Bruiser Graham who uh who has gone on to run a very successful promotion uh here in Virginia um Danny and Denny Cooley um just guys that guys that boogie took around took on the road with him when they first started breaking in um so he, the the training there was just amazing. Um yeah, obviously you cannot learn everything that you need to know in one school, um and in one place. The only way that you're really gonna learn, really be able to, to hone and perfect your craft is to go out there, train as many places as you can, um, get as much exposure as you can. Learn from as many different people as possible. Um but just being there knowing that you're part of Boogie's family, um you know, that that's a great feeling. And over the years, you know, he, I don't just see him as Boogie anymore. Um, you know, I now see him as Jimmy. And, yeah, he's, he's a great man, and I love him dearly.
4: Yeah, I was in Christiansburg one day and was eating at Olive Garden, and I had my folks with me, and my aunt was like, the Boogie Man. And I thought, what? And I turn around and there he is with Angel sitting there eating and I didn't dare bother him because that's not the place to do that. But it is funny to see him out in regular places, you know, and like I said, guys, if you've not ever been to Boogie's camp in Charlesville, Virginia, you will feel like family. He will make you feel like family. He and Angel are great hosts. I highly recommend it. And You know, speaking of legends, uh, let's talk about what you and Mick Foley talked about when he came to Roanoke on his little comedy tour uh, in July, I think.
1: Um. Yeah, you know, to be honest with you, Laura, I can't really remember a whole lot about what about what Mick and I have talked about um, or what we talked about that night. I can tell you a little funny anecdote. about Mick and before I go too far into this, let me just ask you, are there any restrictions about about language or anything of that nature on the show? Say
4: whatever you want. No. Oh,
1: no. Okay, good. Um so back in two thousand five there was a promoter, um, real name is Dennis Richardson. Um everybody knew him as shady. And he was running shows at the Brush Fork Audits, uh Brush Fork Armory, um there right outside of Bluefield, West Virginia. Well, um Shady had booked Mick Foley to come in. Well, I was working the show that night as well. Um, And I'll admit, I was one of the men, one of the thousands of men, who have put on the face paint, put on the green wig, and done the Doink the Clown gimmick on the independent scene. Um, I no longer do it anymore out of respect for Matt Bourne after he passed. Um, But I was one of the ones that did it. Anyway, Mick Foley was on the show that night. Um, he and I had an opportunity to, to chit-chat for just a few minutes. Um, you know, great guy. You know, I enjoyed talking to him. Uh, so then, now I would say that was like April of 2005. Well, then in September, I'm trying to think, but September of 2006, I was working as an extra for Monday Night Raw in Charlottesville, Virginia. And Mick and I were walking, We our paths crossed backstage. And he actually grabbed me. And he he said, I'm sorry, I don't usually do this, where do I know you from? And I reminded him that, you know, I was, you know, doink for Shady, blah, blah, blah. Next thing he says, that motherfucker still owes me $5,000. <laughs>
3: um,
1: <laughs> all from that appearance. So then we spent the next 10 minutes just talking back and forth about, um, you know, about Shady and about the business and everything of that nature. Um, and then of course he had to go do his thing because he's there to work, obviously. Um, not there to, to shoot the breeze with me, but I just, you know, I thought it was really cool that he remembered me, um, you right. know, from a year, almost a year and a half beforehand. That was something that was really cool. Everybody, uh, everybody's always told me that Foley is probably one of the nicest people that you'll meet in the business. And sure enough, he sure enough, he was, um, and actually I do remember what we talked about there in Roanoke as well. Um, after the after his comedy show, he had a little meet and greet. Um, you know, you could come up to him, get a picture taken, get stuff signed, whatever. Um, I'm a big right. collector of wrestling memorabilia, um, so I had actually had a mankind mask made. I didn't, you know, I, I didn't get one of the cheap ones that look like crap and that are mass produced. Um, I actually talked to a guy who does leather work and who I've seen work from um, that did one of these. masks. I took it up to Foley. I was like, you know what? Would you mind signing this for me? And he took a look at it and as he was signing. He said, "My God!" He said, "That is the closest thing to the original that I've ever seen." So, I like, well, thank you, sir.
3: <laughs> so you know, he
1: signed and it, and, I, and I've got it on the styrofoam head, you know, at my house. So it's um, that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, of course, he was exhausted. It was God, It was it was close to midnight at that point in time, and I know he was tired because you know he'd just done a show, and I think he still had. Um, a little personal appearance to do with one of the sponsors that night. Afterwards, so he was he was pretty worn
3: out.
4: But what a great show that was that he did! And, uh, it was. I would agree. It was. It was absolutely awesome. And you know, I don't know whether you it, people out there know this, but Mick Foley's last appearance for WCW was in Roanoke, Virginia, at the 1994 Fall Brawl pay per view which I was in attendance that night. I got to see kind of Big last year. I was front row.
0: Oh, you suck.
1: Okay.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I, I
1: was seventh row, so I thought I might have one up on you, but no. You had no, to say the fifth front row.
4: I was at, I was a... Junior at Hollins College there in Roanoke. I got up early that Saturday morning at the butt crack of dawn, got myself to the Civic Center, and got in line to get those tickets.
1: Wait, did you so, say that you were a junior at Hollins in 1994? Yep. Oh. Okay, moving on. Sorry about that. I digress. Are you trying <laughs> to say I'm
4: old or something?
1: No. <laughs> yeah, that's the correct
4: answer, and so quickly. Yes, yeah. moving right along. Thank you very much. Um, sure. What are What are the biggest differences between uh, the North Carolina and Virginia wrestling scene since you, you know, dabble a little bit in both, and also you do West Virginia as well.
1: I do. I don't go up to West Virginia as much anymore. Um, I spent a lot of my early career up there. Um, I was going to college in uh on the Virginia West Virginia border. Um, and then I was wrestling on Tuesday nights, um, for a promotion called um Appalachia Pro Wrestling um in the Oak Hill Armory. And that was – I I'll just say this real quick. You want to talk about the right people in the right place at the right time with the stars being in alignment. That was I mean, that was a great place to go. You had guys that we were all young, we were all hungry for the wrestling business. Um, very rarely did we ever have a legend or a name brought in. Um, on occasion, we would have Ricky Morton come in or Chris Hamrick, um, you know, when he was uh, in ECW. Um, every now and then, we'd get some other people that would come in. The Batten Twins were there, some. Um, but for the most part, it was local guys, local meaning. Um, they're in West Virginia. Some people coming up from Virginia, just local guys that were young, that were hungry for the business. Um, and on a Tuesday night, it would be nothing for for it to draw anywhere from 125 to 200 people, and that's on a weekly basis. Oh, wow.
3: Um
1: And when you got guys that young guys that are drawing like that, you know you've got something special. Um and I know that there's some good good independent promotions in West Virginia right now. Again, like I said, I don't get out there very often to West Virginia, but that to me was the best in independent wrestling in West Virginia and I don't think there will ever be anything else like it. Um to, to get back into the get back into the um the question about what the main difference is in North Carolina, um and Virginia from what I've seen. Um the Virginia fans, especially out in the, the southwestern part of the state, and that's pretty much where I will wrestle nowadays, um, down in, like, Atkins and Glade Springs and Sugar Grove. You know, I, I joked <laughs> yeah. about it earlier. What? What's so funny?
4: <laughs> I know exactly where all those places are, and I had no clue they had wrestling down there.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, not not as much now, but, um, you yeah, know, I joked about it earlier. It's still real to me, damn it. Those people still believe.
3: <laughs> it's it's <really> real. <laughs> yeah. they.
1: they really think that you're having your arm ripped out, and I can tell you, I don't have to expend nearly as so much energy <laughs> doing a when I'm doing a, a show in Virginia as I do in North Carolina. In North Carolina is a it's a lot more hard hitting, um, right. and that's okay. You know, it's it's what are you more accustomed to now? I mean, what are the fans more accustomed to? I couldn't take um, my. I don't think anybody really could take their style of working in North Carolina and transplant it into southwestern Virginia and get the same result as you know what's currently there. Just the same, you can't take that super old school as working armbar style down into um, parts of parts of North Carolina now because the fans just aren't going to, they're not going to appreciate it. Um, And when I say appreciate it, they may appreciate what you're doing, but they're not going to respond. They're not going to react. They're not going to give you the, you know, the kudos for doing it. Right,
4: right. Interesting, interesting. Well, you know, sounds like you've had a pretty storied career. Um, Is there anybody out there that you haven't faced that you'd like to?
1: Um. Honestly, at this point in time, I can say no. Um, the, my old tag team partner, uh, Bad News Johnson, he and I teamed together for nine years. Um, we always said, as we were coming up into it, um, that there were three teams that we would like to face. Um, and One being the Rock and Roll Express, one being the Road Warriors, and then one being the Midnight Express. Um, we got to work with the Rock and Roll Express early on in our careers, less than a year into it. Um, So we were able to check that one off the list A couple years later We were able to work with the Road Warriors In North Carolina um, Back when Hawk was still with us Um, And uh, and then I'll tell you a funny story about that here In just a minute too If I can And then um, uh, We got to work with One half of the Midnight Express um, In our last match teaming together Our last match was he and I Against Ricky Morton and Bobby Eaton so that was that was a dream oh, match wow. right there. Wow. Um, That'd be cool. Funny little story, if I can, real quick, um, about working with the Road Warriors. Um, that was one of the nights that I was having to do Doink, and I was painting up my face. Um, Hawk comes in, and i am just got this small little mirror sitting there on the table. I'm painting my face up, and Hawk comes up to me in, in that deep deep voice of his. He goes, hey, kid, can I share your mirror? Oh my like, God, this is a hawk. <laughs> yes, sir, you can. You know, I already knew
3: that I was
1: and, and I already knew that I was gonna be working with him later on that night. Anyway. Um so I'm painting on my face and everything. Um and then he said, ah, he said, You got you know, doing joint tonight, I said, Yeah. And then he, he said, Who he said, Who have you got? And I said, Virgil. And he goes, Oh God, he sucks
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hand to God. Uh, Hawks said, "God, he sucks." <laughs> so you know, then we spent a few minutes talking about that. And then he, then he was saying that he had a four corners tag match, and um, you know, asking or saying that he'd met everybody except for, except for the last guy, you know, the tag team, uh, the tag partner of the Canadian. And back then, I was doing a Swedish gimmick. Um, and I was like, "Well, you're talking to him." I said, "I'm on double duty tonight." So then we spent a couple <laughs> minutes just shooting the breeze even more. Um, we we went on to the match, and it, it was great. Unfortunately, I didn't get to take the Doomsday device or anything, um, but I did oh, get man. to. Yeah, I know. Um, I did get to work with both of them um, in that one match, um, and then the next month we were doing a show for Hermie Sadler in in Norfolk, Virginia. And uh it was me and bad news. It was supposed to be against Hawk and Animal. Um Hawk was not able to make the show, so it ended up being uh, Animal and Mad Max, Chuck Coach from from North Carolina. Um so we had another good match. Again, I was you know, I was only a couple years into it. Um but uh ended up taking a big power bomb as the finish and a ring that wow. was probably harder than concrete. Um so that kinda of sucked.
4: Um
1: <laughs> But other than that, just a no little. Big deal.
4: Yeah,
1: yeah no little. big deal. No big deal.
4: Um. Well, speaking of rings, you know, you're in the Battle Royal at WrestleCade, right?
1: I am. You have the uh, first annual George South Invitational Battle Royal.
4: Exactly. And so, I want to know how you're going to win. What's your strategy?
1: Stay out of the way as much as possible. Let the other guys wear themselves out, and then do what I need to do to make sure that my hand is on the one that's raised at the end of that Battle Royal, moving on to the WrestleCade Battle Royal that night um, for a chance to uh, uh, hopefully come out victorious and secure my, myself a, uh, a shot at the WrestleCade uh, Championship.
4: That sounds like a pretty good strategy. Uh, Bob and I both are going to be at WrestleCade this year, so we're looking forward to seeing you and um, you know everybody else that's going to be there. So we'll be looking for your hand to be raised.
2: Uh, good. Be there. It's going to happen. Yep. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Drake, uh, other than the WrestleCade event, what other events do you have coming up? Um, my next event is on November the 15th for mm-hmm.
1: uh, for Pure Pro Wrestling. That's going to be at the Pelham Community Center in Pelham, North Carolina. Two weeks after that, I've got uh, the WrestleCade event. And then on, I want to say, I'm not looking at a calendar right now, Uh, And if he hears this and I get the date wrong, he's going to kill me. I want to say it's December 13th for NCWA in Clayton, North Carolina, um, at the Clayton Fitness Center. It's going to be a jam-packed show. If you ever come out to any of the events in either Pelham or Clayton, make sure that you get there early because those
2: events do sell out. They're standing room only, and it's something that you don't want to miss. Very, very cool. The the last thing we ask all of our guests to do, if you could for us, Drake, if you could record a bump for us, and what we mean by that is something like, this is Drake Tungsten, you're listening to live from the Armory Wrestling Show. That'd be pretty cool, and you can go whenever you'd like. Okay. This is Drake Tungsten, and you are listening to the
0: best
1: damn internet wrestling show today, live at the Armory.
2: That works for us. We certainly appreciate awesome. you taking the time to be with us tonight. Now, again, it was my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me, and uh look forward to seeing you all at WrestleCade. We'll see you at WrestleCade. Sure will. Thanks. Thank you, Drake. Bye, Drake. Yes, sir. Bye-bye. And there goes Drake.
4: How cool is that? See? It, lots of stories and, um, you know, uh, um, I got to see him wrestle, I've seen him wrestle one time in Hillsville, and he's good. I mean, he does have yeah. that old school um, style, which I think is refreshing to see nowadays because you don't get to see it. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, he's pretty cool.
2: Yeah, one of the matches I watched him in, uh, it was a tag match, and uh, Lance Erickson was in it, and it was just like I said, hand to God. It was. It just had that. You know, NWA feel to it. You know, I mean, it was it was old-school wrestling, which, you know, I don't have a problem with. You know, I can watch almost any style of wrestling, and, you know, and we watch a lot of different matches and see a lot of different wrestlers, and every now and then, it's cool just to see, you know, an old-school match. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. And the, <laughs> the other thing that he said, uh, how in the hell could you ever oh. trust a promoter whose name was Shady?
4: Yeah. Well, you know, I don't know. I, that's <laughs> just,
2: something there just isn't adding up, Laura. I mean,
4: well, you know. I mean, and, and just stiff Mick Foley. Mick Foley. I mean, this isn't Five like no blow. <laughs> <laughs> Mick
2: Foley. Uh, sure, I'll wrestle for you. What's your name, Shady? <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. know. Sounds hmm. yeah. uh, good. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Uh, sign me up. That's nuts. <laughs> good stuff, though. Really glad that uh, really glad that Drake could be on with us tonight. Had a re- really good time with him. I was yeah, I was, uh, was pleasantly definitely. pleasantly surprised. Pleasantly surprised. Very cool. Very cool.
4: Yeah, I I'll mean, you uh, you. and we and I did want to mention that we are on the road to WrestleCade. Yes, we are. I don't think we say that. We en- I don't think we say that enough, Bob. We are on the road to WrestleKate. It's going down.
2: Yeah, it was a uh, excuse me. <clears throat> I was going to have a sign put up like I posted in the last video that uh, that I did the promo for the show. You know that that had WrestleKate over you know over the top of my shoulder and so I could point to it. You know, like everybody yeah, points at the sign. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, it just didn't work out. You know, maybe I'll maybe I'll fabricate something. Maybe I'll just sort of have. Have my son stand there with a piece of paper and I'll point at it. Something like that because I'm cheap.
4: Well, make him work because he's coming.
2: Yeah, you know, I'm going to earn I'm his gonna keep. Have, I'm gonna have to do that. I'm going to have to do that, that's for sure.
4: You know, he's going to be what. your manager at WrestleCade.
2: <laughs> he probably is going to have to be. He's probably going to have to be, <laughs> be my manager, my security guard, and a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. So he, I'm going to put him to work, that's for sure. I'll tell you what, Laura, will not you go on and uh, take over, and I'll be back in just a moment.
4: Certainly. I'm going to run down some indie events. Um, some great stuff's happening this weekend, folks, all around the country. If you're a wrestling fan and there's a wrestling show near you, go see it. Go support indie wrestling. We're talking about NWA Bayou Independent Wrestling presents Respect is Earned. Isn't that funny? Isn't that funny? Uh, we are talking about respect a little bit ago. Um, Saturday night, November 8th in Brookhaven, Mississippi. Uh, 7.30 bell time at the Lincoln County Multipurpose Building. Scheduled to appear, Bordell Walker, Gregory James, Jessica James, Tim Storm, Greg Anthony, and many more. You can search uh, Bayou Independent on Facebook and find out more information about that. Wildcat Sports, Saturday, November 8th in Metairie, Louisiana. Bell time, 7 p.m. at the J.D. Meisler sounds, sounds legit. Uh, Gymnasium scheduled to appear. This is going to be a great show, peeps, because they're going to have five times, five times, five times, five times, five time. WWE Hall of Famer Booker T. Ricky Starks is going to be there. Matt, Matt Lancey. Previous show guest, Luke Hawks, and looking so forward to seeing him at WrestleCade. uh, It's going to be there. Bob Hardcore Hardcore Holly is going to be there, and there's going to be a 15-man gauntlet-style battle royal to crown a new Wildcat Revolution champion. How great is that going to be, folks? You can find out more at www.wildcatsports.com, and I do apologize that I do not have this information uh, readily, but I'll get it here in just a second. But... um, just want to tell everybody that if you are in the southeast area over Thanksgiving and, you know, you're looking for something to do, um, you need to get your WrestleCade tickets uh, because if you want to go, uh, they're selling out pretty quickly, folks. I think uh, there's only maybe second row left. General admission's gone. The, the table deals are gone. um It's going to be some great stuff. I mean, where else are you going to see Colt Cabana, Uh, Jake Manning, Zane Riley, my BFF, Caleb Conley? Uh, Worst case scenario, uh, people like Drake Tungsten, uh, Lance Erickson, Cameron Cade is going to be there. Uh, Mr. Sleaze is going to be there. Tessa Blanchard is going to be there. I I mean, it's just, if you're a wrestling fan, they're going to have old school people there. Ricky Morton, Robert Gibson, uh, Bobby Fulton of the Fantastics. Road Warrior Animal uh, animal's going to be there. Baby doll's going to be there. I mean, I can't even go through everybody that's going to be there. It's going to be over 200 people. So, you know, you need to get your butt to Winston-Salem, North Carolina, the weekend of Thanksgiving. I wanted to talk about a new wrestling promotion that um, is having their first show this weekend. It's going to be Sunday in Greensboro, North Carolina. It is United International Wrestling. And I'm not sure if the main event's still going to happen, the Brutes versus Biggie Smooth, because I do know that Biggie has an ankle issue, and I'm hoping that he's still going to make it because that's going to be a great match between uh, two tag teams on the independent scene in North Carolina and beyond that are really, really good. Um, let's run down the card a little bit. It's going to take place in Greensboro. um, at VYBZ Nation Nightclub at two nineteen West Lewis Street in Greensboro at three o'clock this Sunday. The Doctor of Destruction, Joe Briggs, is going to take on LeBron Cozone. LeBron is a fire uh pro wrestling uh star. <laughs> um uh he's good. You guys should see him. There's gonna be an intergender grudge match. Dark side Gonna take on the She Devil, Ronnie the Cole. Ronnie the Cole's everywhere, man. I'm telling you. Uga uh, is gonna take on the Party Animals, Zane Riley, which should be really fun since they're having it in the club. If you guys have never seen Zane wrestle drunk, I highly recommend it. Who's he um, The South. Huh? Who's
2: he wrestling? Who Who's Zane wrestling? Ooga, Ooga. Booga. Ooga. Oh boy. Uga Booga.
4: Okay. Look, I don't make these up. But I you know I just poured on. The Southside Players are gonna take on the Air Rockers. Manny Garcia issues an open challenge to any American. Garcia, I'll be right he's a back proud for fighter. Right. Sure, from the right Dominican Republic. Sure, sure, sure. He's just had a workout at uh, the WWE Performance Center. Uh, Manny's the real thing. Uh, and once again, talking about. Um, here we go. The Brutes, who are Jimmy Parker and Mark James, which a, a lot of people have compared them with the Road Warriors. They're huge, big men. Versus Chris Show Smooth Lee. Every time I see that, I laugh because I always trip up on it. And his partner to be announced at the show, unfortunately, uh, like I said, um, Aaron Biggs uh, won't be able to appear because he had an ankle injury, which uh, we're hoping that um, we wish Aaron uh, all the best in getting uh, that ankle well so he'll be back in the ring. And the main event, pardon me, main event was not the Brutes match, but it's, um, that's a main event caliber match. The main event, for the first time ever, folks, if you guys want to see this match, uh, it's never happened. Uh, I know there's lots of fans in North Carolina of these two. It's going to be a barn burner. It's going to be the head honcho, Trevor Lee, who I just saw at Jakara a couple weeks ago. If you've never seen Trevor, you got to get out and see him. He's taking on Mystery Elite Drew Myers. Um you know, Trevor has been in FIP. He and St. Riley wrestled barefoot there. He's awesome. Uh, he's in CZW and he's in PWG. You know, that PWG out there in California is that one. Um, he holds victories over Kevin Steen, Michael Elgin, and Adam Cole. Um, Drew Myers, solid wrestler. He's a Division One former Division One college wrestler from UNC. Um, he wrestles in PWX a lot. He wrestles all over the uh, state of North Carolina. You know, this, folks, you know, it's not a recycled match from other promotions. This is like one-on-one, first time ever, so get your butts out to uh, Greensboro. Tickets are $10 general admission and only 12 bucks for ringside. 2 bucks you get upgraded to ringside. Can't beat that. Uh, free tickets available for mil- members of the military, which is always a good thing. Uh, Five dollars for kids, which uh, are seven to fifteen years old. So I guess anything anybody younger than that gets in free. You can get your tickets at eventbrite.com. Just search uh, UIW, um, and I'm sure you'll be able to uh, find that. And I would like to thank Jared Pope. For this wonderful article that I'm getting all the uh, information from, uh, you can visit Jur. He's got some great stuff going on at pwponderings.com. Um, it's indie wrestling news and analysis. I think he gets like 300,000 uh, views. You know, he's
2: a high-profile guy. So,
4: Jer is a high-profile guy and uh, uh, a great, great wrestling fan. A great person. Uh, Jer is absolutely. He's the bomb.
2: Yeah, yep. Yeah. All right, folks, uh, without any further ado, uh, we're uh, in the 8 o'clock hour. Our studio number is 213 816 1605. Without any further ado, we'd like to bring on a guy that, that I've been watching, I don't know, going on a couple of years now, uh wrestles championship wrestling from Hollywood. He's also been in TNA. We would like to welcome to the show uh, pretty Peter Avalon. Peter, are you there?
5: I'm here. Thanks for having me guys. I appreciate it.
2: Thank you so much for taking the time to be with us tonight. Uh, I know there's a little bit of time difference you're out on the on the left coast and we we certainly appreciate you being with us.
5: Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, still kind of sun out right now. It's uh with the whole time change and everything. It's just about getting dark. So it's kind of throwing me off a little bit. A little weird. I hear you. I hear
2: you. On the it's uh close. on the other end.
5: Yeah,
2: on the other end of the line with me, uh Peter is uh, the other co-host, Laura. You want to say hey to Peter? Hey, Peter. Hey, how are you?
4: <laughs> I'm pretty good. I didn't want to talk over top of you. I've been looking forward to talking to you.
5: Bobby, well, I'm glad to be here. I'm excited. It should be fun. Good.
2: Uh, Peter, we've had the opportunity to speak with with uh, several wrestlers uh, who are on the Championship Wrestling from Hollywood roster, and, and each one of them has had nothing but positive things to say. What what makes championship wrestling from Hollywood so special?
5: We have a, a unique television uh, product, and we actually have a unique television product in the land of television. So we, we have a, an actual television program on in Los Angeles to be seen by, you know, uh, the right people for TV. Uh, we have incredible wrestlers, so we're able to showcase the best of the West Coast talent. Uh, we have the best of uh, the SoCal guys, the NorCal guys, the Oregon guys, the Las Vegas guys, the Arizona guys. So we bring together a grand mixture of everybody from the West Coast together to put on a uh, a great television product. And um, since we're, we're able now to do a uh, uh, bi-monthly taping, we're able to get more uh, more into each taping. So we film for two episodes on one taping, so you never know. What you're going to get uh, when you go to a championship wrestle from Hollywood Baby? We have uh, uh, fire, blood, all this is just zaniness. You never know what you're going to get with our, our combination of just truly gifted uh, wrestlers.
2: Yeah, I've been watching uh, close to two years now. I get I get you on MAV TV on Direct TV. Comes on at a strange hour for me, but I DVR it, watch it religiously, and if. I've been telling anybody who would listen, you know, if you can check out Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, you need to do it because there's a lot of really cool things that go on there and a lot of talented guys, yourself included. So, you know, folks, please check out Championship Wrestling from Hollywood if you get a chance. Um, Absolutely. You, re- yeah. you really can't say your name, Peter Avalon, without somebody else immediately saying Ray Roses. How long have you Ray. known Ray... And what has made PP P. Ray so successful?
5: PP uh, P. Ray, it's just it's it's one of those things that just kind of happened, uh, really. You know, uh, me and Ray, I kind of we knew about each other uh, growing up. Uh, I guess I want to say growing up in wrestling. You know, we, we we got our start at different places, and you just since we're in the same you know area, you just kind of hear about each other. Um, we got to wrestle each other very early on. It was probably, I was, well, I was into my, starting my uh, second year in wrestling, he was uh, still in, I think, in his first. And so it was very early on for the both of us, and we got uh, partnered up at the EWS to uh, wrestle a match, and it ended up going really, really well. Uh, we just had natural chemistry with each other. And then when we found each other at Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, we ended up getting um, paired together uh, after our First things that we were in. I was in the stable of Standard, and once that kind of dissipated, we got stuck with each other and uh, Rico Dynamite. And then once Rico kind of fell by the wayside, me and Ray just kind of uh, stuck together. We had chemistry with each with each other on camera, in the ring. It was just really, it was just, it was just natural for us. Um, We took that and we were able to just kind of make a a tag team out of it. We didn't have a name at all, but we we saw ourselves being able to team, and it was just a natural transition into teaming, and then uh, the team name P.P. Ray actually came from just uh, the fans at championship needing something to chant. Uh, P.P.A. Ray, so they just kind of put it together, and uh, we kind of, well, I guess, not bad. So we, we took the name, and we stuck with it, and we ran with it, and here's what we got today is these two dancing pools.
2: No, and then, you know, it's it's one of the, you guys are probably one of the most exciting tag teams based solely for me like what you had said on on chemistry it's like you guys have been teaming forever in a day i mean to watch you guys work it's just like that chemistry that's something to me you either get over a course of time or it's immediately there and you answered it for us it was immediately there um
5: it might be there might be something in the star. It might be something uh, to do. I don't know. In, if whatever you believe in, in the universe and the stars or something. Me and him, uh, we have the same exact birthday, which is uh, June fourteen. Different year, but same day. So maybe that would do with it. That we're both, you know, Gemini twins Ooh, or, or something. Yeah, two Gemini's. I'm a Gemini too. <laughs> so wow, I can just
4: imagine uh, all the fun stuff
5: there. There you go. <laughs> uh, there,
2: there's a lot of exciting young talent. At Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, one of the guys that I've been watching is Evan Thomas. Is is there someone on the roster that you've said to yourself, "Man, this guy could be good"?
5: I want to say Evan Thomas as well. He's got a lot of uh, a lot of potential, and he's been around for 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 a minute, so it's good to see him uh, uh, come You know, kind of develop himself and come around and and do more stuff. Um. There's a lot of guys on on championship wrestling that I I want to get more of a chan, a chance to, for people to see. Tyler Bateman is one of them. He's uh, yeah. He's a great talent. He's a great talent. Great hard hitting dude. Uh, he's uh smash over flash. So he's uh, you, with that you you know what you're going to get with him. You're going to get a hard hitting uh, match. Uh, I would also like if we also got more of uh, Leo Blaze. Uh, he was in the tag team with Cedric the Hitman, but if we can get some single stuff from Leo Blaze, that'd be awesome. He's Really, really talented
2: Very cool I know that uh, I'm going to turn it over to Laura I know that she has has some questions for you too, Peter
5: Oh,
4: great Peter, I have a question for you You know, we had Johnny Yuma on the show Months ago And um, he kept talking About the Peter Sucks movement So I want to know what you think Of Johnny Yuma and his Beginning the Peter Sucks movement
5: He's just, he's trying too hard. You know, Johnny Yuma, there's already I hate Johnny Yuma movement. There was a hashtag on Twitter going about, going around. People just hate Johnny Yuma, especially those at <laughs> uh, Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. He's a scumbag. He starts this vermin click with him good uh, time.
3: Uh, Ryan Taylor and Peter Escondido,
5: and they try to run stuff, and it's just, that's, it's too much to handle, man. And I just, I have mad beef. Me and Ray have mad beef with uh, with Johnny Yuma. Not too pretty. Yeah. Are you still there? You
3: still...
5: I'm here, yeah. I'm, just, I'm I'm over here fuming from Johnny Yuma. He's, he makes me mad. <laughs> so
4: you were fuming so bad your phone was like, I know, <laughs>
5: I know, I know. I have steam coming out of my ears.
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, I understand. I guess I, now that I've heard you say this, I kind of get it now. And I was, want, was wanting to know where the P.P. Ray came from. But it comes from, I'm assuming, Pretty Peter and Ray Rosas, correct? Just combining your yeah, names I'm, like uh, that. I am
5: I'm I'm D P A and then he's Ray, and then the fans just kinda of put it together and it's like, Oh, that's creative, I like that
3: <laughs> I like that too. That is
4: creative. Um See, your phone knew, I was getting ready to ask another question about Johnny Human. Um Bob, do you yeah. think maybe he should call back?
2: I don't know. Pe- Peter, can you hear us? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah there's a lot of it's static coming through. I don't oh, know if you're... I'm,
5: I'm, I'm on my headset. It might be because of that. Yeah. That might be it.
2: Yeah.
4: Is that um, better? Yes. Yeah, Much that better. is better. Yeah. Um, You know, you lost the Championship Wrestling from Hollywood Heritage title tag titles on your own in a handicap match how did it feel to be vindicated when you and Ray won them back
5: it Felt good to win them back we we won them back at our home at a championship wrestling in a hard-hitting match where actually I got my face uh, busted open by a chair so it was a bloody battle and it felt it just it felt good to Beat some uh, Vermin Skull in, you know. It just it felt right. It felt good to have Ray there with me, you know, because I lost them. We lost the titles to Vermin. Uh, I lost them by myself. We were going to relinquish the belt because Ray got hurt, but uh, they were going to pretty much go to Rock Nest. So I said, "No way!" And they had to fight me for them. Uh, they beat just me. So now having Ray back, it was good to kind of eat you know even out the odds.
4: Yeah, because. Um that must have been—you don't hear about it a lot. Like one person defending the tag titles, uh, you know, on their own, and that you know sucked that you lost them that way. Um, but it is Johnny Hummer, he, right?
5: Hey, they're uh, they're suckers, and those are the last people I'm going to give those belts to. You know.
4: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know that cage match that you had with Ryan Taylor was sick. I, I saw oh, a little bit of that. And um, is that feud really over? It, it just seems like maybe, you know, there's something still out there. Lee.
5: Me and Ryan Taylor, we have a, a respect for each other. I think it's just a – we don't like each other, but it's a mutual respect for each other. We understand what we are uh, – we understand that we're both willing to go through a lot to, to win. So I think we have that there. And, right, and he also knows my beef with uh, you Ness know, is more personal as opposed to just, you know, an athletic feud.
4: Oh, gotcha, gotcha. I, I totally, I totally, I totally get that. Um, You know, I know Bob has a couple of TNA questions for you, but, you know, with Thanksgiving coming up and everything, I couldn't resist uh, to ask you, what was it like to wear that turkey suit?
5: Oh, it was great.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
5: <Yeah>. I, <laughs> Career I, highlights. I had a blast. I had a blast. Uh, the year before was Robbie E and uh, Jesse, so I was thinking, hey, you know these these guys have been here since then. I maybe I'll be there since then. So we never. It was a good opportunity, you know.
4: Well, that's a good way to look at it. You know, that yeah. it's a foot in the door. N- nothing wrong with that, but that's like. My favorite thing for TNA for the whole year is to watch that whole turkey thing, because I think it's hilarious. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, But speaking of hilarious, do you have any funny Stu Stone stories that you'd like to share?
5: Any funny Stu Stone stories?
4: Yeah. Uh,
5: I got to do the first ever – it's actually on YouTube. It was the first ever wrestling match on Stu Stone's uh, Sunday Night Stew. It was a triple threat, me, Derek Matthews, and Brandon Parker. Both of those guys don't wrestle anymore. I actually ended up winning the match. But the uh, funny part of that whole thing was that we were the semi-main event of that little event, and the main event of that episode was Stu Stone boxing his mother. <laughs> God. So that I thought that was really, really funny. was seeing Stu prepare to punch his mom in the <laughs> only Stu, only Stu. it's 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 great. I like having it's great having Stu Stone a part of the program. He really adds uh, adds a ton of character and charisma, and it's great. He's great. his
2: His uh, his Bill Cosby impersonation just cracks me up every time he does it. I don't know which oh, one's yeah. funnier, is that or him doing the grappler gimmick now. That both of them are. <laughs> He's spot on with voices, man. I mean it's it's ridiculous.
5: Yeah, he's talented. He's really funny. In uh
2: in twenty thirteen, Peter, you you had the opportunity to go work for TNA. How did that all mm-hmm. come about and what was your experience like with TNA?
5: Uh the way it came about is they were doing Bound for Glory in uh San Diego. They needed somebody to fill a part to wrestle E C and uh I happened to fit the part. Um, they got in contact through Joey Ryan. They got my information through him, and then they got in contact through me through once they got my info, they hit me up, told me what they wanted to do and I went down to San Diego and we had the uh the epic violent match that you see at down for glory uh where I get planted on my head and then All after right. that, they just uh, they wanted to continue using me, so they just get they kept in contact and they brought me out for uh Salt Lake to Salt Lake City, Cincinnati, uh, a couple times to Florida for tapings and uh, uh, Tennessee, different places like that. So I was with them for about five months, doing a lot of things with them.
2: How was how was your time with them?
5: I enjoyed it. I had a blast. I, did, I have no negatives. Um, I got I I made cool friends. I thought I really like uh, Ethan Carter. He's a great dude. Uh, Sam mm-hmm. Shaw is a great dude. Uh, uh, Shima Shima Ion was a great dude. Uh, right. Everybody I thought was 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 really was really cool. They were really uh, supportive of me, uh, especially EC. He helped me out uh, a lot, but you know I thank him for that. Uh, without TNA, I wouldn't have been able to meet my idol in wrestling, which is uh, Kurt Angle. So that they allowed me to do that, so that's that was awesome. You know.
2: What was that meeting like?
5: Oh man, I'm not one to get like overly excited for celebrities and for people like that. But the minute I saw Kurt Angle, I was like a little boy. I was like, oh, Kirk. <laughs> 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 you
3: know,
5: he's uh, there's just something about him, man. I, I saw him, and I just I was like, wow, this guy right here, this guy I grew up just admiring, you know. Right. And Did here you guys, I am, guys, there in a locker room with him.
2: Right. You guys, I'm going to presume, had a chance to talk. Was there something that he said to you about the business or about anything in general that just really struck a chord with you?
5: I didn't get to actually, I didn't really get to sit down too much with him and chit-chat. I was just kind of passing, uh, passive talk, but it was just being able being able to just be there and share the room with him is, was really big for me because it's like, wow, you know, I mean, I haven't been doing this very long, but here I am, you know, and I'm not a very, uh, I don't know, what's the right word, I guess, not the economical wrestler, you know, I'm not big and And uh, Tan, and so, you know, to see a little guy like me in a place where he's at was big for me, you know.
2: Right, right. Well, I know that if you look on social media, on Twitter, on any given night, or Facebook, or whatever, TNA has had more vocal critics than what I care to mention. Uh, It seems at several points that they've had all the talent in place, and for whatever reasons it was – you know, two steps forward, then one step back. There for a while. As a performer, how frustrating is it when you know a storyline or a feud just isn't going anywhere?
5: Uh, you just kind of have to take it in stride and take what's going and take what's given to you. You know, uh, I'm kind of a low level. I was low level there. You know, so I really had no say in anything. Right. Uh, but like with places like Championship Wrestling, you know, a lot, we're vocal a lot of the time. We'll speak up, like, hey, you know, maybe we could do this this way instead of like how you guys have it. Um, so I just, I guess, I feel comfortable doing that at a place like Championship, but I not at not at a TNA, you know. Right.
2: Okay. Do you want to you want to take a a call from a listener, Peter? Yeah. Okay. Let's see who we got here. Three three six. You're on with live from the Armory Wrestling Show with uh, Pretty Peter Avalon.
5: Hey, it's Hello? Trash. What's up, Peter? Hey, oh, okay. hey what's up, man? <laughs> it's Trash. It's, it, I wanted to say hi, Peter. How are you? I'm good, man. Who's that? Trash. Um, I wanted to, who was your Trash, who was your favorite USWA champion ever, Peter, that wasn't a caller? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I, c- I couldn't you hear the he- question. It can't be a longer. Right, he man, wanted, well, enough. I just wanted to know. I just wanted
1: to call up. To the, I like to call the show. I want to support the show. And that was the only question
5: I had tonight, man. Who was my favorite USWA champion? And it, it couldn't be Lawler. It was not Lawler. I don't know, man. I'm not sure. I'm not familiar with having <laughs> a champion. <laughs> That,
2: that is uh, one of our avid listeners, Peter, that calls in with some of the most random questions ever known to mankind. If there was a way that you could link Chester Cheeto as the inventor of the spinning toe hold, uh, Trash would try to make that correlation. So, yeah, you just oh, have to I, I love have, it. you have to roll with it. You know what I'm saying?
5: I love it. Speaking <laughs> of roll,
2: speaking of rolling with it, Ray Rosas is back and healthy. What can we expect from uh, Peter Avalon and Pee-Pee Ray in, in 2015?
5: I'm hoping big things, man. We already uh, had a show in Tijuana, Mexico, in front of over 5,000 people. We got to wrestle Rock Ness. Uh, I'm actually getting brought up to Alaska later on this year. So Pee-Pee Ray wow. is just looking, to, Pee-Pee just looking to get out there. Ray Rosas and Peter Avalon want to dance for you guys, uh, East Coast, West Coast. You know whatever coast you're feeling that's it you know we're uh, we're talented guys huh? I believe we deserve to go uh you know everywhere
2: you mentioned you mentioned a guy earlier, Tyler Bateman and the smash before flash that sounds like a santino's brothers reference to me
5: a santino brothers yeah they're uh he's uh he's big time santino brothers so that's that's that sounds about right
2: we've had uh, a couple of people on that uh that are familiar with uh, Santino Brothers. Uh, we had Tito Escondido on the show, and we've had Ruby Rays, or Rays, as she's known, on the show. They have nothing but high remarks for uh, for Santino Brothers.
5: Absolutely. Santino Brothers is, the, uh, uh, in my opinion, the best school on the West right now. They have uh, numerous classes to attend to, to learn from. You have Los Luchas. You have Joey Chaos. Uh, you have the Ballard Brothers. You have a lot of Brains in that Academy to learn from. And they're, you know, so it's, uh, I think it's a great, great place to go and to perfect your craft out here.
2: You mentioned someone else a few moments ago in, in one Joey Ryan. And, and I know from having watched championship wrestling from Hollywood for, for enough months to know that there seemed to be a, a change in the product with both Joey being there and Matt striker being there. Uh, what was their input, or what is their input into the product?
5: Uh, not, I don't want, There's really not much. I don't think of their input. Uh, Joey, when we were at, uh, uh, where were we? I think we ran up a showcase in Hollywood. Uh, he had mm-hmm. the bo- he had the booking he had the booking uh, for a little bit, and that's really about it. Now he doesn't have. It's, he's he's just another one of the talent.
3: Okay.
5: And Matt Stryker is really not, uh, working with us right now. I believe he's doing, uh, Lucha Underground. Doing
2: Lucha Underground, that's what I was getting, I I thought that he had, uh, had done a deal with them, but, uh, very cool. Uh, Last thing, Peter, were, were you there at the time that Percy Pringle was there at Championship Wrestling from Hollywood? You were there at that time,
5: right? Absolutely. I have nothing but positive things to say about Percy, and he, uh. He was always a gentleman to me.
2: That's one of the things that uh, uh, that we, we've talked to people, and we had we've had Johnny Hume on and, and several others, and that was one of the things that, that I wanted to ask you what your your perception or what your memories of Percy Pringle was.
5: He we were he was definitely the best person that we all that we brought in consistently because he always he cared about the product. He genuinely did. He learned people's names, and he wanted to help out people with any advice Uh, and he was he genuinely acted like one of the one of the boys you know he was cracking jokes and talking and having a good time with everybody and i have nothing bad to say about it he was he had good things to say about everybody and he was funny too so he was a great addition to the show and i'm glad that we had him there throughout the you know most of the tenure of the show very cool
2: peter what uh what events do you have coming up that if uh people want to See you come out or come out to see you wrestle. Where, where can they do that at? What do you have coming up?
5: Well, let's see. Friday, I actually am going to be at the Santino Brothers Wrestling Academy in uh, Bell Bell uh, Bell Garden, excuse me. Uh, it's going to be PP Ray versus the Revolution, Sasha Derevko and Che Cabrera. So that'll be a fun one. It's the last Santino Showcase of the year, and that's uh, Friday the seventh at eight thirty. And then on Sunday the ninth. Uh, we're, we return to Port Wyndhami at the Ocean View Pavilion for Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. Uh, PP Ray should be in action, and then I'll be in Alaska on uh, November 22nd for New Frontier Wrestling. Uh, I've never that has be my first time up there, so I'm excited to be up there. I wrestle a guy named AK Lightning, so I hope he's ready to get his ass whipped. <laughs> Woo!
2: Very very cool. Very cool. Um, Peter, if people want to find you on social media, how can they do that?
5: You guys can follow me on Twitter. It's Twitter dot com slash pavalon, P A V A L O N. I'm on uh, Instagram at PPA all day. Uh you can find me on Facebook dot com slash Peter Avalon. Uh you can also check out my website, peteravalon.com. dot com. I, I uh, just updated it with my dates and I have all the links to my social media on there.
2: Very cool. The last thing that we ask of, of all of our guests, Peter, if we could, we'd ask that we could record a little bump. Uh, you just saying something like, this is uh, Peter Avalon or Pretty Peter Avalon, and you're listening to live from the Armory Wrestling Show. It'd be pretty cool. You could go whenever yeah, you'd I'll
5: like. Yeah, let's do that. Sure. All right. Three, do it. two, one. This is PPA All Day, Pretty Peter Avalon, you're listening to live from the Armory Wrestling Show. Get your wrestling fill, baby.
2: Peter, thank you so much for being on the show with us tonight, man. We had a blast with you.
5: Yeah, hey, thanks, awesome. Bob. I, I appreciate it.
2: Thank you very much, sir. You you enjoy the rest of the evening.
5: Hey, thanks, thanks guys. Uh, Peter. Good luck, and, I'll, and I'll t- hopefully, I'll talk to you guys soon. Yes, sir. Yes, All right. and
4: you, you don't suck.
5: suck. Oh, thank
4: you. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Peter. All right. Good night. All right. Good night.
2: <laughs> and there goes Peter wow. Apple. <laughs> I'm sure that, that uh that right there will resonate with him through the the ends of time.
4: Like that before, he doesn't suck. He doesn't suck. <laughs> even though Johnny Yuma says he sucks, but um he does not and that story about Sue Stone, oh that's <laughs>
2: The Stu Holy Stone <laughs> stories are hilarious. Stu is a uh, <laughs> amazing guy, uh, I, probably one of the funniest guys. Deadpan, comes up with stuff at the drop of the hat. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, folks. If you haven't had the opportunity to check out Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, I would highly suggest it. Again, I get it on MAV TV. Uh, here, uh, where I live on DirecTV, I know that MAV is available on Dish, on Direct, and uh, I believe that they're on Comcast/Time slash time Warner. But if you search it out, like I said, it comes on at a weird time for me. It's like two in the morning on a Tuesday night or something like that. But a DVR, great talent in championship wrestling from Hollywood, and you can find out, you know, a lot about a lot of uh, great guys that you know, again, that are out on the West Coast that we don't normally get a look at. There are some really, really talented folks out there. There's Peter Avalon, Ray Rosas, Joey Ryan works out there on a consistent basis. Othello, Willie Willie Mack, uh, uh, Ryan Taylor, the list goes Johnny Yuma, Johnny Goodtime. The list goes on and on and on, and it is quality, quality, quality. So if you get the opportunity... Uh, just Google Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, or, or go to your cable provider and see uh, see what MAP TV channel uh, you get, and uh, DVR it and check it out. It's a uh, it, it's pretty good show. Pretty good show. Um,
4: I wanted to talk about uh, WWN heading to China, and if you guys yeah. don't know what WWN is, it's kind of like the parent company of. Um, promotions like Shine and Evolve and Dragon Gate USA and FIP, and a lot of their stars are going to be heading to China, which I'm so incredibly happy for Caleb Conley and the Bravado Brothers, um, especially because they're three of my favorite people. Um, But um, it's going to be great, it's going to be a great opportunity for them to get out and Uh, I know that the Broados have wrestled over in England, and I know Caleb has been to Japan before as well, but this is something, you know, China, I think, is probably an untapped wrestling market for American wrestlers. Um, They're heading over there. Uh, I think they're leaving here pretty soon because uh, maybe even today, or I'm not real sure, but their first match is like the 10th, and that's like Monday, so... Uh, I
2: saved this. I actually got this pulled up ahead of time because last week as I fumbled through my phone and made myself sound like a buffoon for not having stuff ahead of time, I received this. I get email alerts from uh, WWN and they Mm -hmm. started off with saying that this will be the last alert for a couple of weeks uh, because they're going to China. Uh, They don't know about when and how they're going to have internet access. Uh November 5th, the WWN production team is already in China. The rest of the crew departs this Friday. Uh, let me see here real quick. I'm trying to trying to scroll, scroll through here. 4 nights, November the 10th. I know I'm going to mispronounce all of this. So don't send me any messages about giving me crap. Please
4: send him all kinds of messages about misassociations. No. Please please.
2: I am not fluent in Chinese, okay?
4: You're a wrestling Eleven. genius.
2: I'm a wrestling genius, but that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm a, a, a linguist. <laughs> <laughs> November the 10th. Uh, here it goes. This is going to suck. Cidic, genuine, grand, City yeah Yi province china golden golden sports hall jesus that's terrible
4: uh actually i was pretty pretty, uh, pretty um uh, impressed with the Zhang Yi. I, I really was
2: eleven twelve shendu city Sichuan province Wen zhang sports center eleven fourteen Amishan City, Xiwan Province at the Emai Sports Hall, and 1116, this is easy, Beijing at the MasterCard Center.
4: <laughs> <laughs> formerly Wan Shida. <laughs> yeah, formerly
2: Wan Shida Stadium. Uh, and there, there are a bunch of matches that are listed on here. Uh, you can get all of this information, folks, if you go to... Uh, what is it? Laura dot com. Is that what that address is?
4: Yeah, yeah. I think it's either or that or maybe USA. Yeah, the DGUSA definitely you can find that there. Um, but uh, or Shine, you know Shine. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's Live dot com. That's um, what it is. Is what it is. Yeah, and you know, uh, great people are going to be there. Uh, Jody Christopherson is going. Earl is going. Can you imagine Coot <laughs> over in China?
2: <laughs> Coot rules the roost in China. Uh I don't know. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, uh Chuck Taylor, Ricochet, Biff I think this is a I think this is misspelling. Biff is it supposed to be Biff Busick? Biff
4: Music,
2: yeah, yeah. I think they've got his name misspelled in one of the emails here. Rich Swan, Fire Alpha Ant, K. Silver Ant, Eva uh, and yeah. Allison K. Oh man, Mia Yim versus Sue Young.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: These are really cool, and the posters on these are awesome too. So, at any rate, we they could really see that we're sitting here reading
4: them. And I don't know email. if anyone's seen this or not, but on Facebook, the whole thing is about taking selfies in the bathroom with your WWN jumpsuit or your warm-up suit that they've given out to everybody to wear when they're in China. Caleb.
5: Special, special track yeah, suits.
4: Right, the track suits. That's it. Yeah, Caleb posted his. Uh, I, I saw Earl post his, yeah. too. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'm really excited uh, for – uh, everybody involved. Uh, it's a great opportunity. Uh, it's you know, it's China people. You know how many mm-hmm. people actually get to go to China? I mean, not very many. So no, uh, just want to wish everybody a safe trip and safe travels, and go there and show them what, uh, especially Caleb and the bravados, show them what you know North Carolina wrestling is. You know.
2: I would be very very well. interested to know. And I I should have done this before the show. And I don't know, maybe George knows if he's if he's still listening. I am wondering how many promotional tours of North American or Eastern culture wrestling have actually been done in China.
4: That's a good question.
2: I'd have to, you know, maybe uh Maybe uh, George might know that. I I, I don't know. I I can't imagine it's that many. I mean, I am sure that it took uh, a tremendous amount of communication and uh, logistics to get this pulled off. Like you said, it's uh, very difficult uh, to, to pull something like this off. I have mentioned this on social media. I believe that this will be a very big event for them, I expect this to be a successful event and I really honestly can't wait to see uh what the reaction is of the Chinese people uh to uh Western wrestling. Uh, I would be very I mean I'm uh, you know, we've seen tapes of Japan. Uh Japanese fans uh are it's a different it is a different audience, we'll put it that way. If you've ever watched a a Japanese match, uh it's different. And I I'm, I'm just I'm I'm pressed to know how it is in China.
4: Well um this is what uh, George International Coles just told me.
2: Because uh, he's
4: international W C W Yeah, George is international is everywhere. Um George, uh WCW went there twice and WWE goes once a year to China according to George International Coles.
2: Yeah. Bigger you know I I'd be be interested, you know, obviously, you know, bigger platform, bigger stage. I mean, I, I would think that, you know, WWE, you know, uh, I am sure that probably took place in Beijing. Um, right. I, I'd, be, I'd be interested, you know, large production, a lot of lights. You know what I'm saying? A lot of flash and glitz. I'm just wondering how it is going to be received or accepted. I don't want to say on a smaller scale, but maybe on a more intimate scale is the word that I'm looking yeah. for. Uh, just to see the reaction of that style, because two totally different styles of wrestling involved there between what WWE does and what uh, FIP or Shine does. To- two totally different styles, so it should be very interesting.
4: I, I totally, totally agree. Um, um, because you know, in China, I-, I don't know whether this is a you know well-known fact, but a lot of Chinese citizens have adopted American names hmm.
3: um,
4: so I'm sure that you know anything from America they're gonna just you know be you know so excited to see and I'm sure you know they'll probably i think they probably would sell out uh, so what, and you're I am saying, in,
2: what you're saying is is that there's someone in China right now that's adopted the name Bunkhouse Bob, yeah, incredible.
4: I know you're international too, Bob.
2: Yeah, well, I was always international.
4: <laughs> yeah,
2: okay. I'm intercontinental, uh, well, Laura. Intercontinental.
4: Intercontinental, Bob. Okay, well, <laughs> I'm not gonna touch out the ten foot ball. Uh, uh, want to want to talk about? I addressed it a little bit ago, talking about Aaron Biggs's um, injury. What's going and on there? Going to be, um, he, so he and Lance Lude were wrestling for, I want to say maybe it was CWF, I'm not sure. They both su- sustained injuries. I don't think Lance's injury is to the degree that um, uh, Aaron's is, but Aaron's has basically broken his ankle, and he's going to miss mm. out on the uh, match this Sunday. He probably, more than likely, will miss out on the match that he and Chris Lee had, with Worst Case Scenario at WrestleCade. And I tweeted out earlier today to WrestleCade that, you know, our good friend Jack Jameson, who was on the show, has recently moved to St. Louis. He wants to try to get his foot in the door on the East Coast. So Tracy, fuck Jack Jameson. Okay. <laughs> you can find Jack at Machismo libra, Libre. Libre, sorry. Sorry about my Spanish. Um, on Twitter, so, and, you know, Jack was a great guy. We had him on uh, last week, and he was absolutely um, great. And he's a great wrestler, so, you know, hey Tracy, if you're listening, uh, go check out some tape on him. I'm sure he would be a welcome addition to WrestleCade. And uh, you... Brian Canabroski, if you're listening, uh, check out some tape on uh, Jack, because I know that he would love to get his foot in the door at PWX. Just saying.
2: You were you were mentioning injuries, and I had saw something, and I've, it just came to me. Do you know anything more how Lance Lude is doing after that shot from Ethan Case? I know that he had put well, out something like a week after the fact that he felt that he was having concussion-like symptoms.
4: And, you know, that might be part of his injury that I was talking about a little earlier. Uh, I've not heard from Lance. I did see him at PWX. They did get to talk to PWX, talked to him a little bit, at Chikara. He, sound, he seemed okay, but, you know, when you get legitimately knocked out, and he did, um, mm-hmm. that's got to have some lasting effects on you. You, you would think. Um, yeah, especially when you get back in the ring the next night.
2: Yeah, not uh not too advisable but
4: not you know not at all. But you know, Lance Lewt is a trooper, you know, you can't keep Lance down, you know. No. Um no. I'm a, right. I'm gonna tweet out, you know, uh, you know, how he's asking how he's doing and maybe we can get um uh an answer, hopefully, before we go off the air. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, you know, we talked a little bit about the Bravados a little bit ago, and I just wanted to mention the travesty of justice that happened at WrestleForce last Sunday. What happened? Um, the Bravados lost the WrestleForce tag team titles really? to The Flock. The Flock! Now, I'm sorry, I really don't have anything against Lodi. Um, because the man's in phenomenal shape and still goes yeah. uh, and still goes like he's twenty years old. I have yeah. nothing against them. But the bravados. Come on now. And I saw a picture of the flock and the bravados and <laughs> they had on the bravados, that is, had on the pink Argyle tights.
2: <laughs> hmm. Pink Which is what I think argyle they were. Tights.
4: Remember, we were talking about that when I went to that horrible uh, yes, show in Salem, I do. Virginia. Um, yes, but I think the bravados wear that when they're healed.
3: Because when they're <laughs> baby,
4: they wear the uh, they wear like the the UNC blue. Uh, but when they're healed, they wear <laughs> they wear those big guard tights that I can just you're you saying that's what you wanted to do if you ever got to be a wrestler. Yes, <laughs> yes.
2: when I when done? I get to be a wrestler I want to wear pink Argyle trunks. So
4: that's, that's what you're my saying dream. is that you know, you're gonna pack some coming up for WrestleCade, right? It's going down. What?
2: what are you talking about?
4: You and Caleb, that's what I'm talking about.
2: Now, see,
5: you're
2: you're you're as wishy-washy as a Maytag washing machine because
3: I'm not wishy-washy. I've been a few weeks, a few weeks
2: ago, the a, just a few short weeks ago, you had told me that you didn't want anything to physically happen to me, and now you're wanting me to pack wrestling trunks, which I don't own. I'm not a trained wrestler. You want me to you pack can stop wrestling trunks on the way? You want me to buy a thing of wrestling trunks and ask George South if I can borrow a pair of boots so that I can get in the ring with Caleb Conley, which is not going to happen. See I've I've already I've already told you and I've already told Jordan Castle. I am an older gentleman with two bad knees and a bad back. How would it look for Caleb to come off of this triumphant tour of China to assault to assault a a, a half crippled fan that has traveled 828 miles to meet him and allow him to thank me for helping in his oh career. How is that going to look? How is that going to look in front of all those people?
4: It's you going know, to look you like You should have crap. thought about that before you started running that mouth. And what then you, all of a sudden, I like, have like, not done, done anything. We're not oh my God, up. I'm like Caleb's uncle. I'm Caleb's uncle. I'm ha- Uncle Bob. Yeah, I'm okay. Uncle
2: Bunkhouse Bob. Yeah. You're right. We're like family. We're like family. <laughs> you
4: need, um, you know, Caleb Zane, if you're listening, can you, like, put Bob in the movie somewhere as your uncle? He's not out, listening. He's trying uncle. to pack
2: his tracksuit. He's not <laughs> listening. He's packing his tracksuit. He's got things to take care of. I'll give you, I'm even going to help Caleb out even more. Okay? Oh. I'm going to help him out even All more. Right. Caleb. When you land at the airport, the international airport in China, and they ask you if you have anything that you want to declare, don't say that you're trying, you want to declare uh, sanctuary from the United States government, or it will be the last trip that you ever take. Just simply say, no, you have nothing to declare, because it could turn into a bad trip. You could stay there for years.
4: Oh, good Lord, international,
2: intercontinental, yeah, Bob. Uncle Bob. Uncle Bunkhouse Bob. You know, and what's going to you know, the other thing, Laura, that I I continue to find interesting is is that Mm -hmm. you act as if this is like some kind of Wild West showdown where I'm, I'm walking into town by myself with the sun at my back. You seem to forget that I have a lot of friends that are going to be at WrestleCade. Do I need to start naming well, think, names? Do I need to well, remind you of people that will be there? Luke Hall? You know,
4: the thing of it is, yes, Matt I mean, you're friends are my friends. Except for that. I'm not friends with Except Matt Hardy. Except for what? I'm not friends with you, Matt Hardy.
2: So you, you, it's okay for you to talk crap about Matt Hardy and not expect any retribution, but I can try to help Caleb, and I may be out like the bad guy.
4: Hey, look, you know, I have not made any bones. I've even told Matt Hardy to his face I don't like him. So, I mean, I've got one up on you. You know, so, I mean, you've not ever told Caleb to his face you don't like him.
2: Why would I tell him something like that?
4: Because you don't
2: like him. Caleb is one of my favorite wrestlers.
3: You lie! You
4: lie! Like a rug, you lie!
2: I don't have time for this,
4: Jordan. I don't help have time for this. Here,
2: I don't have time for yeah. this. Okay, I do want to. I want to go back to something real quick that we mentioned at the okay. at the top of the show when we were breaking down events for CZW and WSU, and we were talking about former show guest Tessa Blanchard being in WSU, and I said that I didn't right. like it. Right. And I didn't like it. The, the reason why I don't like it, and, and Tessa, I'll talk to you about this at WrestleCade. There are some crazy, crazy, crazy ladies in WSU.
4: Crazy ladies. I mean, Tessa, Tessa can get crazy too. She scared the crap out of me at CWX.
2: I'll tell you what, the LeFisto uh, DJ Hyde feud that's going on right now, LeFisto pulled a knife out on DJ Hyde. Ooh. Okay? Jules Malone is no stranger to barbed wire. And we and we've we've already talked to Sassy Steph. She's a show guest. We've already talked about about what she's been been doing in the Midwest Militia. I mean, she was she was right there with Jessica Havoc. So, Tessa, don't trust anyone in WSU. DTA. This is Uncle Bob. Uncle Bunkhouse Bob.
4: Uncle Bunkhouse Bob. Jordan Castle thinks you've been drinking again.
2: I am Jordan. I'm drinking a glass of sweet tea right now, young man.
4: No Conley aid.
2: No, I ran out.
4: I'll have to bring you some.
2: I would hope that you would. I would hope that you would.
4: And 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 you guys, Bob is available for autographs and pictures at at WrestleCade. Um, all that Absolutely we ask is not. that you you Absolutely donate not. to the. Uh, uh, I'm a smat-hardy butt-kiss her foot.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, just as in the opening montage of the show, I rarely take pictures, and I don't sign autographs. So,
4: yeah, but, you know, if somebody came up to you and said, hey, I love the show, can I have my picture with you? You would definitely take a picture with them.
2: For five bucks, you're damn right.
4: Oh, <laughs> what
2: and if you got two dollars, just for you, kid.
4: Yeah, just for you, kid.
2: <laughs> that's right. <laughs> no, it'll be uh, it'll be a really good time, folks, uh, to to be at WrestleCade. Looking forward to WrestleCade weekend. Uh, as Laura had said, if you go to what is it, Laura? Triple W dot dot com, you right. can find all of the information for WrestleCade, including all the wrestlers that are scheduled to appear, uh, pictures. Uh, match listings uh, information uh, on uh, accommodations. The website is very nice. Please visit wrestlecade.com. Uh, and like what Laura had said, I know that I got my tickets a long time ago. I don't know what the ticket status is right now. I think that it's probably pushing the back rows, if not standing room. So
4: well, see, general admission is gone. I think the only thing that is left right now. Is like there's like a couple of second row tickets left, mm-hmm. and okay. and you know Bob was saying about the website. They also have a deal that if you are going to WrestleCade and it's connect the Marriott Hotel and the Benton Convention Center are connected. You just walk across, and that's the greatest thing is you don't have to worry about yeah. parking a car in Winston Salem. You can valet mm-hmm. your car there at the hotel, and they have a deal that you can get right. a cheaper hotel room. Just just look on the website. If you you know you're like, oh gosh, it wasn't say I'm so far away. No, 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 stay the night because not only right. come down Friday night see the Jim Cornette roast, which I'm going to. Saturday night's WrestleCade. Sunday night is Pita, Sunday rather. PWX and Queens of Combat. Yep. I mean, this is like a wrestling fan's dream, y'all. Come on down to the South. We'll take care of you. Come on down.
2: Uh, it should be a really good time. The Queens of Combat show is stacked. Uh some really great talent. Mickey James will be there. Angelina Love. Jessica Havoc. Uh should be a really, really good show. There there's a ton ton of great great wrestlers will be there. And of course uh what is, what is it?
4: I just got a tweet from Jordan Castle. He wants to know how much an eight by ten is. He wants some decor for his bathroom.
2: For you, kid, two bucks.
4: <laughs> but, sorry, I didn't mean to be rude, but I just couldn't help but to laugh about that. Yeah, um, I know. Joey Ryan I know. and Candice LeRae are going to be at Queens of Combat and at PWX. Yeah. They don't yeah. get on this side of the Mississippi very much, folks. So if you're fans of those two, come on down to Winston-Salem, the PWX show and the Queens of Combat shows the day after WrestleK at Ziggy's. Diggs is a great establishment to have wrestling because I've been there like many, many times. Uh, so, you know, come on down to Winston Salem. You know, Bob and I'll nope. be there, which is you know, in- added incentive.
2: Absolutely, and as it was announced last week on PWX's website, Magnus will be there for uh, PWX. Yes. And the, uh, what, I'm so the what doesn't kill you only makes you stronger show is an IP pay per view on top of it so uh it should should be very very uh uh very good time had by all we certainly uh, are looking forward to to being there looking forward to meeting uh all the great wrestling fans and and getting to see some some wrestlers and i'm sure there'll be a couple of mark out moments we'll have cameras going and and all that other good stuff all that fun stuff it it should be a good time should be a good time to announce um next week's guests. Next week we are going to have Derek Vanderford on the show. Laura, you Thank want to give God. a little back? You want to have to give a little background on Derek?
4: Derek is the owner of uh, Trend South Wrestling. He is also Tessa Blanchard's manager in PWX, and he has this great Chavo Guerrero story. He tells me every time he sees me at PWX that he can't wait to tell. So Derek, next week is your moment to shine.
2: Our second guest for next week's show, I am not going to announce tonight. We're going to break tradition. We are going to save it for Saturday. But I can tell you this. It will be one of the wrestlers that will be at the Queens of Combat show at the end of November. And it is going to be very, very cool. So
4: we need
2: to... uh, need to check that out. We'll announce that on Saturday. Um, of course, you know during the rest of the week, we promote. We want to thank you for downloading the show and listening to the show, whether you listen to it on Blog Talk Radio or whether you download the show on iTunes. And again, uh, for our overseas listeners. And they also have some other cool stuff on the website if you just want to check it out. It's not just for overseas folks, but you can check out uh, our show is listed as well at www.fnxnetwork.com again we want to uh thank ryan and all of the people at fnx uh the crew over there uh for being so supportive and they actually have some uh really really cool articles our show is not the only show slash podcast slash blog there's a lot of a lot of different information um uh Wrestle uh, Australia radio is on there there there's some other stuff that's on there that's pretty cool so so please check them out we'd uh, we'd really appreciate that we would also uh, appreciate it if you would take the time to go to www.sslclothing.com there you can find not only our live from the armory t-shirt but you can find t-shirts from other independent wrestlers such as Caleb Conley Cedric Alexander, John Schuyler, Corey Hollis. There's also a legacy line of clothing. Uh, so please check out www.sslclothing.com. Laura, do you have uh, anything that you would like to add uh, before we end the show?
4: I would just like to thank everyone who's ordered a T-shirt. Uh, every time I see the little PayPal thing come up on my phone, I'm just I'm giddy. This is a little girl who bought a Rock and express t-shirt when she was 12 years old and just thought that was the, the end. And for us to have our own t-shirt is just so surreal for me right now. I, I can't even wrap my head around it. Probably won't until I actually get it in my hand and wear it for Wrestlecade. So you will see Bob and I at Wrestlecade at FanFest with our t-shirts on. So, um, if you don't want to be left out, you need to go to Strong Style Life Clothing, which is s s l clothing dot com, and order um, order a t shirt. Um, we'll get it right to you. But um, the way things turn around, it's about a seven day turnaround. So if you want to have that for WrestleCade, get it right now. Or if you you know want to wear it for Christmas, um, yeah you, know, you have a wrestling fan that loves this show. Order it for them. Come on, you know we're just trying to get the get our message out there and to uh, you know kind of help us recoup a little bit of our money of you know paying for the show and everything which we give to you free which we love to do but you know just help us out a little bit and it helps yourself out you get a great T shirt and and want to thank everybody for listening we really appreciate our listeners wouldn't be anything but me and Bob sitting here talking and listening to our heads roar and him being delusional about being Uncle Bunkhouse Bob. It's um, <laughs> not for y'all. So right. uh, really, really appreciate our listeners. And if you do see us at WrestleCade and you want to come up and you know, say, hey, we would love to talk to people. I love talking to people at wrestling shows. I know you do too. So come on up and and don't be shy and, and uh, say hey.
2: Yep, absolutely. I want to thank our guest, Drake Tungsten, and pretty Peter Avalon for being on with us tonight. Folks, thank you very much for being with us. We'll be here again next week, 7 o'clock Eastern Time, here on Blog Talk Radio. And remember, there is never a bad seat here at the Armory. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening.
0: Listening to Live from the Armory Wrestling Radio Show. Listen to us on blogtalkradio.com every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter at From the Armory. And you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com backslash live.armory.9. If you like what you hear, Please take a few moments to give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Thank you for listening. See you next week.